It's coming right for us. In 1896 in Paris, the Lumiere brothers debuted their short film, The Arrival of the Mail Train. By short film standards, it's pretty short. It's 50 seconds. The trailer for the film is two seconds, but it still manages to spoil the whole movie. The Arrival of the Mail Train, or in its original French, Le Arrivée d'un train en garde la croissance, which roughly translates to, this movie title is unpronounceable, Train, is sometimes referred to as the first horror movie. You see, legend has it, when the bros showed the film at the end of the first act, 23 seconds in, the audience ran to the back of the theater to escape the train that appeared to be hurtling towards them. Now, whether or not this is actually true, we'll never know, but one thing is certain. French people are pussies. There is a long history of people having their reality distorted by media. Movies, television, theater, music, video games, hell, even books once in a while manage to deceive our big old monkey brains. For all of our intelligence, we're easily fooled. And for all of our stupidity, it's kind of surprising dolphins haven't taken over yet. It seems ridiculous that anyone would think a jittery black and white image of a moving train could be mistaken for an actual moving train. And it is ridiculous. But just because we aren't jumping out of our seats and hiding behind a mime while eating a baguette and smoking a cigarette doesn't mean we aren't being manipulated by the pretty moving pictures on the glowing rectangle anymore. We are. It's just less obvious than it used to be. And far less French. The best example of this more subtle subterfuge that I've been witness to was when I was watching the first season of 24 in 2002. For those of you unfamiliar, for whom Jack Bauer has not interrogated at gunpoint and or talpoint to find out who do you work for and where is Habib Marwan, 24 is a real-time drama that aired on Fox for eight seasons. The show follows the shenanigans of the lovable sociopath Jack Bauer, portrayed by Keith Sutherland, as he lays waste to a variety of American cities and one fictional African nation in the name of truth, justice, and where is the CIP device? Each season takes place over 24 episodes, and each episode is one hour of the same day, hence the real-time conceit. It's high drama, high stakes, high stress. No one sleeps in 24, no one eats, no one goes to the bathroom, unless they're being interrogated by Jack Bauer and they inadvertently pee their pants. Anyway, that's 24 in a nutshell. Not that Jack Bauer can be contained in a nutshell, or anything for that matter. Season 1 is generally regarded as the best season. I picked up the show during Season 2, which necessitated watching Season 1 on DVD, which I did, over the course of approximately 72 hours. Basically, I would come home from working at Circuit City, pop in a DVD, watch four episodes in a row, say to myself, I should probably go to bed, and then pop in the next DVD and watch another four episodes. The next day at Circuit City, I would come to work sleep-deprived, like Jack Bauer, irritable, like Jack Bauer, and fairly confident there was a mole working in the car audio department. Over the course of those three days, I slipped further into the abyss. It was a subtle slippage, but it was there. A television show was affecting my mental being. It had me on edge long after I had finished watching it. The Jack Bauer train was pulling into the station, and I was freaked out. As much time as I've spent watching 24, I've probably spent an equal amount of time playing and or watching people play Grand Theft Auto on various game consoles over the years. For those of you unfamiliar, Grand Theft Auto is a video game where, ah, uh, who am I kidding, everybody knows what Grand Theft Auto is, you hijack cars and kill hookers, and steal the baggage car from the airport and see how long you can evade the police. 
Personal best, 5 minutes, 40 seconds. Just like 24, after a long Grand Theft Auto bender, I've definitely had impure thoughts. I've thought, it would be far easier to steal a car and drive to my destination rather than taking the train. But then I remember, wait, traffic is terrible at this hour, I should just take the train. And by take the train, I mean hijack a car and then drive it up onto the train tracks where there's no traffic. That works really well in the game, particularly on the elevated tracks. These ideas continue popping into my head long after I stop playing. What if I steal a speedboat and try and land it on the Statue of Liberty? I wonder if the keys are in the ignition of that construction crane. If I shoot this hot dog vendor, will anyone actually care? Point is, media is only becoming more intense. Televisions are gaining additional dimensions, video game input devices are becoming more immersive, high-definition video is heightening. Movie theaters are installing vibrating seats to make those big blockbusters bigger. Hell, the new Spy Kids movie is bringing Smell-O-Vision back. Smell-O-Vision, seriously. For every 24 in GTA, where we're cognizant of the effect something we're absorbing is having on us, there are a dozen other more subtle factors at play that we don't even realize. This isn't necessarily a bad thing, unless you're on a toddler's and tiara's bender, nothing good can come of that. But it's something we should be aware of. The train left La Cosson station a long time ago is what I'm trying to say. But our brains are still waiting on the platform like it's 1896.